Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful that you're here with us. I'm so thankful to be your host. And we're going to be looking today at, well, one of the most famous archaeological finds of all time, probably. And that's the James Ossuary, or burial box. What happened in the Holy Land when they buried you in a cave? They let your bones decompose on the stone slab for a year or two. And then they put you in a cutout beneath, known as Abraham's bosom. Fascinating. <laughs> Luke 16. And then they would put the bones in a burial box. And sometimes many bones, family bones together. And so let's take a look. A lot of controversy on this. When it first came out, it was kind of a slam dunk. Then controversy. Let's just see. We're just going to look at Wikipedia today on this. It may take us just a few minutes. So the James Ossuary is a first century limestone box. That fits. That was used for containing the bones of the dead. An Aramaic inscription, meaning James, which is the Greek way to say Jacob or Aramaic, Jacob, son of Joseph, brother of Jesus. Now, the problem we've got here, James, Joseph, and Jesus were all very popular male names in the Holy Land in the first century. Thanks for being with us. Let's get started. All right. The ossuary, burial box, attracted scholarly attention due to its apparent association with the Christian Holy Family. However, while the ossuary itself is accepted as authentic to the time period, the inscription itself has been declared by the Israeli Antiquities Authority to be a modern forgery, the IAA. So, that's all incredible. The existence of the ossuary was announced at an October 21, 2002 Washington press conference co-hosted by the Discovery Channel and the Biblical Archaeology Society. No association with us. The owner of the ossuary is Oded Golan, an Israeli engineer and antiquities collector. This is much like the ivory pomegranate. Nobody doubts the age of the ivory pomegranate, thought to have been the high priest censor in the Holy of Holies. It's the inscription itself is where people struggle. The inscription was originally translated by Andre Lemire. And he's the same one, I believe, that would say the ivory pomegranate was correct. And he is a force, an authority, a Semitic apographer, whose article claiming the Oscar and its inscription for authentic were published in the November-December 2002 issue of Biblical Archaeology Review. I've gotten a lot of good things out of Barr, as it's called, Herschel Shanks. little liberal for my taste but still a lot of good stuff, a lot of information. On that whole spectrum of conservative liberal, that's a long story. What, what is liberal to me is conservative to the world. <laughs> so no, we won't even go there. All right, the Israeli Antiquities Authority, 2003, said the inscriptions were forged at a much later date. In December 2004, Oded Golan was charged with 44 counts of forgery, Fraud and deception, including forgery of the ossuary inscription. The trial lasted seven years before Judge Aharon 
Farcash came to a verdict on March 14, 2012. Golan was acquitted on forgery charges, but convicted of illegal trading in antiquities. The judge said his acquittal does not, however, mean that the inscription on the ossuary is authentic. Heard it was written 2,000 years ago. The ossuary was returned to Golan, who put it on public display. So, it reads, Yechov bar Yosef Achule di Yeshua. The James ossuary is 19.9 inches by 9.8 inches by 12 inches which is slightly smaller than average compared to other ossuaries of the time. It goes, the dead would lie in loculus in a tomb for a year of decomposition and then the remains be collected and put in an ossuary. They skipped a step. Professor Camille Fox of Tel Aviv University. Now, you have to remember Tel Aviv University is traditionally a liberal university stated other than the James ossuary, there's only been one other found among thousands of ossuaries that contains reference to a brother, concluding there's little doubt that this naming a brother or son was done only when there's very meaningful reason to refer a family member of the deceased. So they found thousands of ossuaries, only one other time was a brother mentioned. Herschel Shanks founder of the Biblical Archaeological Society, presented the first direct archaeological link to historical Jesus, is how he presented it. Okay, the scholarly examination. I'm going to skip a lot of this. In 2004, an analysis of the ossuary's petrography and oxygen isotopic composition was conducted by Avner Ayalan. Miriam Bar Matthews and Yuval Gurin. They compared O values of the letter patina from the James Ossuary, the patina sampled from the uninscribed surfaces of the same item, surface patina, with the surface and letters patinas from legally excavated ossuaries from Jerusalem. Their study undermined the authenticity claim of the ossuary. However, Dr. James Harrell, professor of archaeology, archaeological geology at the University of Toledo, provided an explanation for this discrepancy. He suggested that a cleanser, which antiquities dealers and collectors often use to clean the artifacts to increase value, may have been the source of the low uh, readings. He tested the most popular cleanser sold in Israel and confirmed that the value of the cleanser was consistent with the value of the patina inscription. A later study with a different isotope found that the uh, values of the surface patina and the inscription patina were almost identical. So, there you have it. 2007, finished theologian Matai Milifoski, I think it's Milikoski, excuse me, summarized the con- current position thus. The authenticity and significance of the ossuary has been defended by Shanks, while some scholars relying on convincing evidence to say the least strongly suspect it's modern forgery. 2008, an archaeometric analysis by Amnon Rosenfield, Howard Randall Feldman, and Wolfgang Elizabeth Crumbian strengthened the authenticity contention of the ossuary, found that the patina on the ossuary surface matched that in the engravings, and that microfossils in the inscription seemed naturally deposited. 
And so, I mean, that's pretty convincing to me. I'll tell you, having studied on this quite a bit over the course of years, um, I'm pretty convinced it's authentic. Ben Witherington, who I like, of Asbury Theological Seminary, pointed out some other circumstantial problems with linking this tomb to Jesus' family. So as far as we can tell, the earliest followers of Jesus never called Jesus son of Joseph. It was outsiders. He's mistakenly called him that. The ancestral home of Joseph was Bethlehem, and his adult home was Nazareth. The family was still in Nazareth after he, Joseph, was apparently dead and gone. Why in the world would he be buried alone at this point in Jerusalem? One of the ossuaries, well, and the reason for that's Josephus. He was killed in Jerusalem. But one of the ossuaries has the name Jude, son of Jesus. We have no historical evidence such as son of Jesus. Indeed, we have no historical evidence he was ever married. The Mary ossuaries, there are two, do not mention anyone from Migdal. It's simply the name Mary, and that's about the most common of all ancient Jewish female names. The Archaeological Institute of America has published online their criticism of the Jesus tomb as well. Um, going back to this, James, son of Joseph, brother of Jesus. See, it doesn't mention that Jesus was the son of Joseph. So I'm not totally sure what Witherington is talking about. Uh, William G. Deaver, who's a noted minimalist, um, really dismisses it. it. I was reading something about Ted Koppel here, who's interesting. Lawrence Steger, the Dora Professor of Archaeology of Israel at Harvard, said the documentary was exploiting the whole trend that caught on with the Da Vinci Code. One of the problems is that there's many biblically illiterate people around the world. They don't know what's real judicious assessment and what some kind of field call fantastic archaeology. So, Discovery Channel documentaries, documentaries is further things... Um, interesting, um, I'll read one last line here. However, Oded has been exonerated of charges and the ossuary declared authentic by the authorities according to ancient origins and biblical archaeology review. I mean, I think it is. I, I just, I think that's... But uh, it is controversial. Now, I will say that many times that is a tactic of people is they'll actually take a, a very uh, simple, straightforward archaeological find and come up with some fantastic other, and then all of a sudden it's controversial. The James Ossuary. Look up, look it up for yourself. God bless you. We love you. We'll talk with you later. Please pray for us. Leave us a five-star review and share with your friends and Sunday school classes. 
talk with you all year. God bless you. Bye-bye.